there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hola. Hello. This call is being translated. Abuela, listen to what my phone can do. Abuela, escucha lo que mi teléfono puede hacer. Wow. Ahora dime sobre tu novia nueva. Wow. Now tell me about this new girlfriend. Huh? Tú sabes lo que dije. You know what I said. Language is no longer a barrier. Thanks to Live Translate with Galaxy AI on Samsung Galaxy S24 Ultra. Learn more at Samsung.com. Samsung account login required. Calls must be made using the native Samsung dialer. Welcome to my travel podcast, Life's a Beach. Every week I invite a special guest to take us on a journey together to their favourite holiday destinations and to reveal their top travel tips and tales. My passenger today is a stand-up comedian who has travelled the world on his BAFTA-winning misadventures. So he is just perfect to fly Easy Al Air. He's also one of my favourite people. I love this man. Please welcome on board the wonderful Ramesh Ranganathan. This is the final boarding call for Ramesh Ranganathan. Ramesh Ranganathan, this is your final boarding call. You have a Jack Russell when he gets excited, his willy comes out, wouldn't go back in. Wouldn't go back in? Paul had to poke it in with a cotton bud. Paul, do you reckon you get these dogs out again? I've never heard that. Uh, They want to be on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they're all right, but but Joyce, just sit down, lay down, because... Yeah. out, any box... Out of all these... Oh, <laughs> oh, go on then. No. Out, out, because then the sooner we go on this, we'll pull our wrongs on this day off. Come here, right. That was so sad. Oh, no, it's horrible, but they will be like no, this. No, no, yeah. no. Rob Rinder bought his dog and it was snoring. It looked like he'd drifted off as I was interviewing him. Now, Ramesh, you're at the airport. You check in. Do you pop into duty free or are you over that now? Because you do do a lot of travelling. No, I do get very excited by duty free. I, 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 it's I, it lost a little bit of its uh, luster for me because I used to work at Sunglass at Gatwick Airport. Really? Yeah. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, and and for the first six months of doing that job, mm. I used to like get so because there's something about being in an airport yeah. immediately you get excited, don't you? And so yeah. I was finding I was having that feeling yeah. when I went to work. I'd like yeah. going to work just absolutely buzzing. But then what would happen is I, I started to hate the, not hate the job but you know it's work yeah. and then you see loads of people off on holidays 
And that contrast between you being at work and seeing people go off, you actually start to develop a sort of a bitterness and resentment. And then it sort of turns to sort of little ball of hatred inside you. But I still get very excited. I will pop into duty free. Yeah. Um, Even though the prices are still the price that they are on the high street. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I still get excited. It's different though, isn't it? It's different money. It's, It's a different, it's a different thing. Yeah. I'll always, I always look at aftershaves. Yeah. Uh, sunglasses I've bought so many sunglasses yeah. just on a whim because I've seen you do on your travel shows you've always got like really nice sunglasses yeah well that's because like, every time we're about to fly out I'll end up going and buying oh. another pair it's so stupid and do you then, ever speak to the people at sunglasses and say I've been here love well do you know do you know what one of the things I find when you go into a sunglass shop is they're just on you so quick right and yeah. I know from when I when I work there, they tell you to do that. You, you've got to you've got to approach the customer within thirty oh, seconds of them coming yeah. in, right? But I don't know what you're like, but I like to just sort of just get in, the, just figure out because I don't really feel comfortable with how I look anyway. So you just sort of think, <laughs> I just want to have a, I just want to have a look around it. I just want to in a relaxed way try on some sunglasses, and then they sort of go, oh, those look good. Those oh, are in, in no, all that, yeah. And then so that happened to me once. I walked into a shop. I was on my way to do misadventures. Bought a pair of sunglasses. They were really on me. And then um, I got out the, I went out the shop and I just tweeted something like, "Has it ever been more than thirty seconds before somebody in a sunglass shop?" or something like that. And then I got loads of replies going, "Oh, look at Romesh, enjoy your privilege of not having to work in a sunglass shop and complaining about how people in retail have to have to behave." So sorry, Your Majesty, that you had to deal with people approaching you. Oh, I just thought, oh god. To the two customers that are in Sunglasses Hut, can you please either buy the sunglasses or get out the hut? Thank you. You know what made me laugh there? You said, um, I'm not happy with the way I look. Yeah. And I'm not happy with the way I look. But I think me and you are probably the people that have been most naked or in the worst <laughs> clothes ever in the history of TV. I know. You know, I was watching the one where you went to Mongolia. I mean, I hate the way I look. Yeah. And I've come off Twitter now and I'm on Instagram. And I, when you have... And I don't think it is body morphic because I think I am genuinely look weird. Then we go shit me so hard in this. Have you sorry? Have, have you seen me? Yeah. I'm actually I'm actually being entirely appropriate for how my body looks. I know. So I don't even think it is body morphic. I think I'm just minging looking. But isn't it weird? It's just I'm never. I mean, you know, I think you know it's never David Gandhi who takes. It's me, no. and I'm like, why me? Yeah, but that but that's the other thing is I, I, I'm very suspicious about all of that because I yeah. the first travel show I did was was like Asian provocateur, and I said to them. I'll be honest with you, I'm not very comfortable about taking my top off, right? Oh, yeah. So obviously they, they went, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they were very excited. They, I didn't know that at the time, but they think, yeah. okay, great. If we want to push this guy out of his comfort zone, yeah. just get him to have to take his top off. It's like when I'm a celebrity, when the person go, I mean, these idiots, they go, oh my God, I ate heights, I ate snakes, <laughs> I ate spiders. I'm like, you're so... these producers are yeah, writing this down and they're planning it. I know. Yeah, you're, you're basically designing your own torture method. <laughs> yes. And so, like, and, and the, but the thing is, you, have, you just have to accept because every every episode of Misadventures, at some point, mm. I've had to take my top off or I've been naked or been in an, in, in a horrible outfit, mm. and um, I've realised it's because. And they go, oh, you know, you shouldn't feel ashamed of it. But what they what it is is it's immediately funny. If if you mm. put somebody if you put somebody who's got a, a nice physique in that outfit, yeah. it's not a, it's not even a moment. If anything, yeah. it's just sort of like, oh, that you know, it looks all right. And that's actually pulled. Oh, it looks better than the Mongolians in that. Whereas with, with, with me. <laughs> You put that on immediately yeah. adds comedy to a like it adds comedy to it just because it was really funny when you did that and you go well, what yeah. what did I do 
I, I just actually engaged in the activity yeah. and tried as hard as I possibly could. What you think is funny is because while I did it, yeah. I was wearing a thong. That's, <laughs> that's why you think that was comedy. To the naked passenger in the third row, can you please put some clothes on? And when you're putting your tray table up, please can you use your finger? Thank you. And you have that hat thing on. And then I think even the Mongolian man said, too much. Yeah, it feels like you're taking the mic. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But the thing is with your body, it I've seen it is curvy, but just, you know, it's like hourglass figure, but sometimes the sands may be in other places. <laughs> oh, it, looks like, it looks like um you know, like one of those, you know, those stress things, but it looks, it's, it's like, it's one of those stressful things, yeah. but there's been a slight puncture internally. And so it's leaked out into the wrong bit. That's what it is like. Hola. Hello. This call is being translated. Abuela, listen to what my phone can do. Abuela, escucha lo que mi teléfono puede hacer. Wow. Ahora dime sobre tu novia nueva. Wow. Now tell me about this new girlfriend. Huh? Tú sabes lo que dije. You know what I said. Language is no longer a barrier thanks to Live Translate with Galaxy AI on Samsung Galaxy S24 Ultra. Learn more at samsung.com. Samsung account login required. Calls must be made using the native Samsung dialer. Want to be more active this summer? Sierra helps you save on everything from swimsuits to stand-up paddle boards, tennis rackets to fishing tackle. And if that doesn't float your boat, we also have pool floats. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! Ah, yes, the magnificent Trolley Sourbright Crawler, also known as Trollicus brightolus. The worm's captivating neon colour makes it an easy gummy prey. It's a surprisingly sour, invitingly chewy, staggeringly snackable species unlike anything else found on this planet. Eat me! Delicious. Visit trolley.com to shop now. Trolley, eat me! We went and um, spent some time with a, a, an indigenous tribe in Sri Lanka mm. who were still living the way that they have done for, yeah. for hundreds of thousands of years. They were making like a grass sort of waste mm. thing for me. Mm. And even that, they said, oh, it's, you're very, you know, they're sort of talking about the ridge just above my waist. And I'm thinking, these guys have been making these for, for generation after generation. <laughs> and, and they've come up against the body that's, that's flummoxed. I, yeah. I felt so humiliated. I was like, they, they've been yeah. stumped by... By my physique, it's horrendous. When you go away, and I mean, I'm not, I mean, you must be bored rigid to your veganism, but I noticed, you know, like when you went eagle hunting. Yeah. I mean, was that you who genuinely said, look, I don't want to, because I, I, I'm an animal lover, I would not want to see it. I mean, you made a joke about it, but was you like, you really weren't happy about it, it, it? it? It's a really interesting one, that, because I don't want any animals to come to any harm on no. any show that I'm doing. And 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 I don't want to, to encourage that, and I don't want to be... You know, I don't want it to happen as a result of our show being no. there. But at the same time, you have to be respectful of the cultures, of course, the cultures yeah. that you're going to visit. And I wouldn't want to turn up there and go, well, this is appalling the way you live no, your lives. No, you did it well. You yeah, did it but, well. But what I always say to them is, to the production team is, if this is something that ordinarily happens, then... I'm happy to go along and watch yeah, it happen. Of course, what yeah. I don't want is something to be arranged on our behalf. Yeah. And so then they've created this thing for us yeah. or they're doing this show for our benefit. If this is the way that they live, 
then yeah. I'm happy to go and observe and ask them about yeah. it, and that's fine. So, so for that for that eagle thing, I just said I sort of, I, you know, the truth is they would normally send an eagle out to go and eat, go and kill yeah. an animal. Well, I have to guess that when that man came out the hut wearing that fur coat that, <laughs> that Joan Collins would wear. The yeah. thing is, is that even you know the one, the the stuff that doesn't come across on TV mm. is they're so meat orientated for you know. Yeah. Is that as soon as we because we went and stayed with these nomads in the middle of the plains in Mongolia and we had to find this this little encampment of of yurts and we turned up there and they just basically they cook everything of a sheep like everything in a big pot and. Mm. They eat the head and the gut, everything, absolutely everything. As soon as you walk into that, you you smell of sheep. Like it, the, the, <laughs> it, like it's thick in the air, man. Yeah. It's like, as soon as you walk in, you just sort of. I, I walk it in. You know when you get a contact buzz when somebody's making smoking marijuana. I, I walked into the I walked into the tent and I was like. I'm not vegan anymore. I've yeah. inhaled <laughs> sheep. Yeah, I've definitely inhaled lamb. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. So, well, well they don't get it. Do they? I remember me and my friend Haley. We went to Tunisia, and she's a, a vegetarian. And then you know they brought out goat. It was one of those coach trips where you just get served whatever you want. And this goat curry came up. I mean, she was horrified. She went vegetarian because they look at her like what? Yeah. And then they went to the kitchen, came back, and you, they just scraped the goat curry off and it's still going back and there was there was bits of goat still on it but they have no they look at you like what? I know I know what you don't like goat? I know apologies to the vegan passenger who got the pork pie if you'd just like to eat the crust and avoid the meat thank you so we, what do you eat when you're in these places? Because you go, you go to yes, Colombia. I mean, I'm sure they get uh, vegetarian food in Colombia. And well, Colombia was good. Zimbabwe and yeah, uh, Colombia was good. Zimbabwe was good. Ethiopia was surprisingly brilliant, actually, because they have um, a fa- they fast in Ethiopia, but their fasting is essentially vegan. Yeah, you can get fasting food all year round. So basically, what that means is every restaurant in Ethiopia has got a vegan menu. And it's like, I'm a child from the 80s, so I find it still I know. a little bit weird it, well, that Ethiopia is like, Ethiopian restaurants! Uh, <laughs> I know, no, I know you shouldn't, and I'm being no, but, unwoke, but no. we are told, you know, we've yeah. all fundraised, we've my nan knitted a blanket for the poor people in Ethiopia, but, you know, That's exactly- it's like when you went to Serbia... You're yeah. thinking, oh my god, you're going to get shot. It's like because Beirut apparently is a big party place. I'm like Beirut. I know. Of course, Alan, get with it. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think. I think you're. I think what you said about Ethiopia is absolutely. I mean, I know you're sort of. You, you feel bad about saying it, but the truth is that is how people see it. If you think about it, at that time through the eighties, we had that message hammered into us yeah. that Ethiopia was famine ravaged and yeah. and you know and also you know let's be absolutely honest there's loads of jokes about you know about it and it became it just became synonymous with starvation yeah. didn't it and, yeah. and, and and all of that and charity in Ethiopia just went hand in hand and like the guy that was showing me around Mike he said to me he was he wasn't even born when that famine happened yeah yeah and he said to me he knows that his country for so many people is defined by famine, and he said it happened before I was even born. Yeah, and he said, and so it, it's it, and you that's know, bad. That's bad, really. Well, it's that- it's 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 a it's weirdly it's a, a, an unfortunate byproduct of, of success, really, because yeah. they wanted to get the message across. They Boy, did get they? the message across. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, it's lasted a bit. Too, there's it's been no message. Yeah, it's been no, yeah. there's been no message cancellation. <laughs> do you know what I mean? know, yeah, yeah. So, so, so Ethiopia, so it, it's it's on its feet. It's fine. Is it cosmopolitan yeah. and stuff? Well, well, one of the things we found, well, Ethiopia, 
as a country, in terms of natural beauty, in terms of, you know, things that you can see. We went to uh, the, the hottest point on earth, the Danikil Depression, and we saw these sulphur pits, and it's incredible what you can see out there. It's amazing. The, when we were there, the one thing that we had a bit of a problem with, not had a problem with, one of the issues we came up against, was that the government there would not allow you to say anything negative about the country. And, oh, so, okay. and so our guide, Mike, who was showing me around, any time you would even veer towards saying something or pointing mm. out something that wasn't okay about Ethiopia, he would say, I can't talk about that. And not only would he say he can't talk about that, he would say, I, I can't be on camera saying that I can't talk about that, right? Because he was, he was actually worried for his life. Like, you know, he could oh. get into... And so there were some points where, like, for example, we were walking through a market... And there was a bit where it was obviously like a, a little bit of a red light district, if yeah. you like, in the market. And I said, what's down there? And he goes, I can't say. And then I said, well, can you just say I can't say? And he goes, no, no. I, I, I don't want that. And he started getting really panicky. So that was, that was something that we wanted to tackle. Because the thing was, is for me, is I loved Ethiopia. Yeah. But at the same time, there then becomes like a moral dilemma to it about, well, on the surface of it, you can come here and have a nice trip. Yeah. Do you want to do that? knowing what's going on with the government. You know, do you feel like you can, in all good conscience, come and support it? But since then, um, it's, it's got better. And, yeah. and I actually, I did a catch-up with him. And he said, you know, he started, like, saying things. He said, I don't like the government here. And he said, I, I, that's not true. He said, but I can say that. He goes, if I'd have said that before, yeah. I would have got, ki- you know, I would have yeah, got into real yeah. trouble. So I think things, bit, and there's a bit of trouble kicking off there at the moment, but I think it's part of their healing process, really. But I, I think <clears> travel... You know, travel is the dilemma, and I, I'm a bit like you. I want to see all these different places, but you know, you know, Dubai. And I know they don't. You know, I know they're not very kind to gays and yeah. all that. But we all want a bit of winter sun. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And I'm like, you know, I'm gay rights. Like, oh, I am looking a bit pasty. <laughs> I but mean, it, listen. Everywhere you I'm, go, because all if you if you didn't go to a place where there was arseholes in yeah. government, you wouldn't go in. I mean, really, by chance, some of the things Trump said. I mean, you shouldn't be going to yeah. New York or Miami and stuff. It is problematic traveling. It is, and you know, no one's guilt free from it. And no. we all go places where something shitty going on. Yeah. But I mean, and you just got to weigh it up. But then I think you know, the more you know. That, you know, there might be some people who don't like gays, but, you know, they might like me and stuff. But it's interaction. That's the only way I know, the world I know. gets better. And you go, oh, I actually quite like that gay couple or yeah. that lesbian or whatever. Yeah, I yeah, know. yeah. I know. And, 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 and I think you're, you're right. It's very complicated because, you know, if you go somewhere uh, and you're, you don't want to support that government, you, you know, you, but you, then you go in and spending money in a shop helps that individual. Yeah. You know, yeah. it helps these people in these communities that are relying yeah. on that money or it will benefit them. So it's not as simple as going, I'm going to boycott this place or I'm going to, you know, yeah. You, yeah. You, you, you make your own judgments about what you do, but I'm not going to pretend that mm. everywhere I've gone, I've, I've made an ethically sound decision. You know, no. it just, you just have to sort of, you have to make your own personal choice. But um, I mean, and that bullshit about when you go to Mexico, give the street kids pencils and pens. <laughs> have you tried doing that? Dollar, dollar. <laughs> honestly, honestly, it's so pathetic, isn't it? Because you go there feeling all noble. Here you go, guys. Yeah, here's some Percy pigs. 
Percy Pigs. And they're like, you know what I mean? No chance. Welcome to Easy Al Air. Today we're flying to Mongolia. We'll move on from Mongolia. It's just I'm always... I've always sort of wanted to go there. And what I like about the misadventures, which congratulations on the BAFTA. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. You tell it like it is, because you watch some travel shows, you know, it is soft sell, and you just know that you're in the pocket of the tourism board. Yeah. You didn't hold back on the pollution in, is it Ulaanbaatar? Ulaanbaatar, yeah. yeah. When you went to that place and you said, uh, was you genuine about there was an energy there in the middle of the desert? Did you feel an energy? Uh-oh. Or did you, is it... Lies. I I think, <laughs> do you know what I think? I think that whenever you go to a place like, like a temple or a church yeah. or anything like that, and where there are people sort of, I think that you do feel a, th- you know, I, I'm not yeah. saying it is, I'm not saying it is something no, from no, the No, 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 I'm not trying to make you No, but, but, but I think, but I think you do feel something. And like, you know, when, yeah. when I went to... You know, similarly in Ethiopia, yeah. we went to this church that was built, that was at the top of this, yeah. this, this, mount, this hill, mountain or whatever. It was like a treacherous climb to get up there. You go up there, you go inside and you do feel something. I, don't, I didn't feel, a, I'm not, I, wasn't, I wouldn't say I was having a religious experience. No, But no. it's something about yeah. those kind of places, I think. And that's kind of, that's part of the reason I, li- I do like going to those places. Yeah. But yeah, I do, th- it's, it's... Well, look, me and him, me and him, we went to India and we yeah. went to the Taj Mahal. Now... Me and Paul, as you read, we are not the most spiritual, blah, blah, blah people. But I tell you there, I turned around to Paul and I said, there is an energy here. There was a buzz. And Paul felt, you know, Paul felt, I mean, Paul, but I'm making out he's some like hollow. That heathen, even that heathen (laughs) felt. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) He was standing there in his Crocs and his Just Add Beer t-shirt. And... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> doing the Macarena and he felt it. No, 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 he was... No, I said to him, I said, I feel something here. I feel there's an energy Yeah, here. I, I do think that. And, and and I've been to a few places like that in all of the countries that we've been to. And you do, you do feel... Mm. I, there is something, there is something about an energy about that. About Does Sri Lanka places. have places like that that you felt... Well, we went to... You know, there's, there's, all, there's loads of temples in Sri Lanka and we went down and we... I did this religious ceremony at the end of this. They have this, like, really long walk that you do that I did in one of the episodes. I didn't... We didn't do the walk. I, I cried it off and then we went to a hotel and then just drove to the end. <laughs> uh, but we all included that in the thing because the BBC say you can't oh, lie you about those things. Yeah. That, don't you? Yeah. Um, so, and then when we got to the end, I did this... Um, they did this thing where they, they had this religious ceremony at the end of it. It's a big... In this this water, this holy water by this river, there were people washing in that river, and then they had these religious dances and stuff. And there was a guy that had driven a skewer, like as part of your showing your your devotion to God. Like they, mm. he passed a skewer through one cheek and out the other side. Yeah. Right? And they said to me, "Would you would you do that?" And I said, "I don't. I don't know no, if I'll no, do that." No. But then I, well, I tell you what I did do. Um, so we sort of caught up in there. They're doing this. That's just... producers pushing too much yeah. now. But that the... is like <laughs> someone needs to rein these. I we know. need right. You know, people know. think we're all lardy dark. Yeah, we need right. We yeah. need a union. Yeah, I know. Because then I'm in Sri Lanka and they're going, "Oh, you've heard? Have you heard about Ramesh? He won't put the skewer through his face." <laughs> Someone's changed. <laughs> 
yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, his, you should go his back ma- to sunglasses up. <laughs> yeah, if you don't maj- like being a TV star. His majesty <laughs> won't put the knife through his cheek. <laughs> TV people, they are pushing. Yeah, but I, I ended up doing it. I didn't do it through my face. I ended up just shoving it through my ear. Oh, okay. But the thing was is that it's just something about seeing all those people who are so devoted to it and they're so into it. Yeah. You just get caught up in the spirit of, of course, it a little yeah, bit, you know. Yeah. Um, I do. I do think that's true. Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice, though, they really mean flavor. Like in-your-face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi Strawberry slid right into my taste buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either. But it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between, offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. This episode is brought to you by The Weather Channel. It's suggested that brands avoid using sound effects in podcast ads. And remember to speak in a chill tone. Well, here's a suggestion for everyday life. Tap into The Weather Channel app. It's loaded with insights that help you manage your allergies, breathe easy, and use your outside voice. What in the weather are you waiting for? Be a force of nature with The Weather Channel app. Sri Lanka's on my bucket list, so right. I want to go there. Yeah. I did some research. What is it? Is that true or is that just um, to get you all confused and so? Does it have four climates and sometimes you can be on the north and it'd be like... Oh, raining? yeah. It's, no, is that y- genuine? Yeah, that is genuine. It's, it's, it's you, like you go up to the hills mm. and it's, it's temperate and cool and cold yeah. and... And the similar, it's, yeah, you get everything there. It's, a, it's yeah. an amazing place, yeah. And yeah. if I went there, tell me one place I'd have to go in Sri Lanka. Um, I'd probably say, uh, oh God, that's a, that's. I is, think, there, is, there, is there loads of places? There's sure loads there of places, but, but I would say Gaul, Gaul's beautiful. Yeah, it's that's really the capital, beautiful. Am I right? No, Colombo's oh. the capital. <laughs> But we can out. edit that out. Um, I think Gaul- Colombo's the capital. That's correct, Alan. Yes. Yeah. Thank um, you. But Gaul some is- people think Gaul is. Yeah. Yeah. Idiots think Gaul's <laughs> the capital, don't they? <laughs> Cultural morons. Think uh, uh, yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but Gaul's where they got the cricket grounds. But that's not that's not why I'm recommending well, I was it. Just, say, yeah. I go in there, love. I know you love your cricket. Alan. <laughs> oh, I'm always at the Oval. <laughs> I'm always at Wimbledon. Always love that cricket. Um, but yeah, it's it's lovely. It's, it's... Is there nightlife in Sri Lanka? Yeah, we went clubbing in Colombo actually when we wrapped on the show. And one of the things they do with this nightclub that we went to, they sell these like garlands of flowers. Mm. It's an incredible racket actually. Mm. So they, they they sell these garlands of flowers, and then what? And then every like maybe half an hour they stop the music, and then a group of really beautiful girls come out and start dancing. Like in formation, sort of, do, and then guys sort of go up there and put the garlands on them to sort of show I really like you or whatever, uh, and nothing happens. That's no. it. That's it. You literally oh, just put nice. the garland on. Then they go off with the garlands on, 
and then they come out and resell them. <laughs> it's, it's, it's incredible, but people are loving it. It really? was, yeah. Um, but the nightlife was great, man. We, like, we properly, yeah, we spent a lot of time uh, hanging out in the clubs there. It was fun. It's, uh, Colombo is like, you know, it's like any city, really. Yeah. And then I remember like, when we were out there, we were, I think Ars- Arsenal were playing, I, I, I don't know if it was an FA Cup game or something like that. And then I just tweeted, does anybody know somewhere, in, a good place in Colombo to watch yeah. a football? And there was like a sports bar just like thir- like two minutes walk from our hotel oh. and it was like being in a sport like it was a proper like there were yeah, Sri yeah. Lankans in like all kitted up and stuff yeah. like proper hardcore football fans it was like it was great it was lovely has your celebrity travelled over there have you got like roads named after you and shit sadly not no oh. no I'm doing a gig over there next year really yeah but I don't know I've got no idea it's so funny because like they started showing Asian provocateur on uh, yeah. Sri Lankan Airways, yeah. so I know that like there's a bit of it's known in Sri Lanka the yeah. show. So it's, there's a chain of hotels, Cinnamon Hotels, and they run live shows over there, right? And so they they said I oh, would Romesh be interested in coming over and doing a gig. Yeah. So off the curb, our agents were like, yeah, yeah, we'll have a yeah, yeah, oh, like, they were like, yeah, 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 yeah. What's that, Sri Lanka? Yeah, they'll come over there. That's right. Yeah, what's the uh, what's the guarantee on that? <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> so. So, but then what happened was they wanted to just see my act. So that one of the guys from Cinnamon Hotels happened to be over in London doing a meeting, and I was doing a show in Newcastle. So he travelled. This guy travelled to Newcastle. Oh. <laughs> the schlacking guy <laughs> travelled to Newcastle to come and watch the show. I've got no idea what he made of it. Like a no. Geordie audience on a Friday night. But yeah, so I think it's got a lot of everything really. Because if you if you wanted to go there for like shopping and have. And, and just eat in nice restaurants and stuff. It's got all of that. But you can also go to the tea plantations. They've got beautiful hotels there. You can surf there. Oh. You can go and do Ayurvedic treatments, you know, the kind of herbal stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of that. Like You know, it's got a lot of everything, really. And am I right in thinking sort of Sri Lanka sort of getting into tourism big style or now? I think, I think somebody said to me that um, last year or the year before, it was like the number one trip advi- or yeah. some by some... On some yeah. list of places, it was like like up the top there for places to visit. I think it's it's just it's just it, it looks beautiful. It looks really beautiful, and yeah. obviously they they had they were ravaged by civil war for such a long time, yeah. and now that's kind of on you know to all intents and purposes sort of you know come to a stop. Mm. Uh, although you do hear stories about a little like problems here and there, but they do luxury hotels really well. Yeah. But similarly, you can go and do kind of, you know, backpackers go there and have yeah. a nice time. So, yeah, I think it's got Because we were talking earlier about how problematic sometimes visiting places, but sometimes tourism can sort of like knock, not knock civil wars on the head, but it can <laughs> show them another way, you know. Yeah, I think... I, I, this I, yeah. is very flippant. You know, no, but, but I know what I'm you... sort of saying is, you know, you... <laughs> no, but I, I do... I actually think you're making a, you're making a great point because the truth is, you know... Sri Lanka has, has been associated with that for so long and it is a beautiful country and actually it's a shame you know obviously it's very sad that, yeah. that that's all happened there but actually bringing tourism money into there you're right you're actually what you're saying yeah, is yeah. right it, it helps bring the country out and the industry grows in that regard and you see it being known for something else I think it's I think it's good you know because I remember cycling back from radio too this yeah. might not stay in because I, I this is how ignorant I am right but there was something about Tamil tigers. Yeah, yeah. And I was nearly knocked off my bike by right. this person with this placard, something right. about the Tamil tigers. I put on Twitter, I ended up being mixed up with the Tamil tigers on my cycle home. Well, I won't be putting that on Twitter again. <laughs> I don't know, because it's, 
the way they say Tamil Tigers. Yeah. I'm the whole Tamil Tiger. TT, that yeah. sounds quite funny. It's, a, it's alliteration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they were like, do you even know what you're saying? And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, I'm not taking sides. It's just, I thought it was quite humorous for me to be cycling home through the yeah, park. Alan, Alan and there's Carr. a Sri Lankan thing yeah. with Tamil Tigers. Yeah, Alan Carr involved in a Tamil Tiger practice. That is, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a nice juxtaposition. <laughs> yeah. This is your captain speaking. Please drink irresponsibly. You're flying Alan Air. We've actually been on holiday together. I say holiday. Mm. I mean, a league of their own road trip. Sure. And I think you're a bit like me. The stuff they get to do, some people would... I mean, I know my friend. I said, oh, I went cliff diving in Ibiza. Well, let's be honest. (laughs) We we didn't go cliff diving, did we? We went cliff jumping. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) We... We were very, what we were doing was very far from a dive, but you're but you're right. It's a, people would love to do that. Yeah. Ibiza, jumping off a cliff into the water. Oh, that's yeah. like yeah. dream come true stuff. Yeah, I mean we were feeling anxiety about it. Right? Oh my god! And then can we talk about La La Tamatina? <laughs> I mean, honestly, I'm, honestly, I'm feeling a bit sick. Yeah, you look like you sort of repeated on you there. What's that town where they throw tomatoes? So it's Bunyol. So Bunyol. They, yeah. You remember that? How do you remember? Um, I don't know, actually. I don't know. But can we talk about how disgusting it is throwing tomatoes? Because I thought this sounds amazing. Yeah, I did but too. people are scooping tomatoes out of the gutter yeah. and then throwing them in your face. Yeah. So basically, I think the tradition was, how they explained it to us was, they used to have loads of surplus tomatoes in yeah. that you know, in that area. And so they started this tradition of taking the, the waste tomatoes and throwing them at each other. Right? Yeah. That's how the tomatina started. Yeah. And um, so basically what happens is we just stood there. One of the traditions we didn't know about was that for some reason they grease a pole and hang a ham from the top of it. Yeah. Right. And, you, and one of the traditions is to try and get that ham down, which yeah. you... You really threw yourself into, didn't well, you? Well, A, I was bored yeah. and I was pissed, yes. which is weird because it was about half ten in the yeah. morning. <laughs> because what they don't say in the tourism things, the whole village gets pissed. Yeah. And we pulled up, they were the remnants of a rave going on was, in the car park because they shut the town. Yeah. You cannot get in. And thankfully, it was really lovely. They let us in. Yeah. And everyone is off their head. But you, but we arrived at nine thirty in the morning, and it looked like we we're at the latter stages of a party. <laughs> I know, I the know. The way that people were, it was crazy, man. Just walked in that we walked in. There's just some bloke. Do you remember we pulled up? There's just some bloke pissing into the road. Oh yeah, just absolutely hammered. I know. And so, so. So we, you you went to try and get the hat. I actually thought you were going to get it for a second. I know, you, I was so did. close. Yeah. And I was like, let's, you know when you get pissed, you're like, yeah. let's do it. And yeah. I got under Freddie's thing and everyone was cheering. It was like, really, but then the ham and then slippery pole. But the, the festival cannot happen until that ham has got off. And then people were trying, I mean, there was people like yeah. just throwing themselves People really going for it. Um, but and- the smell and the stench... Because you think, all oh, lovely fresh tomatoes, but these, they, they were minging. They, they were disgusting. Like, as, as the truck, so the truck, truck comes down and dr- they just drop off loads of tomatoes. I say tomatoes, it was like tomato pulp, isn't it, basically? Yeah. It's like, they're all like, yeah. they're all mashed up and smell rank and horrible. So it smells like, um, 
Like when you when you have one tomato in yeah. your rubbish that's yeah. sort of going off, it's yeah. a bit minging. Yeah, this, that's just how the whole town smells, right? Yeah. And then they drop it all off. People are just scrabbling around off the floor, yeah, off the gra- off the floor, scooping up and throwing it in your face and stuff. I would say we enjoyed it. For 35 to 40 seconds. Yeah, yeah. And then after that, I mean, you in particular, Alan, you tapped out <laughs> so early doors. Well, I turned. You know, TV funny man. Always, I was like, get me the fuck out of here. I said to the producer, I was like, I've had enough. I stink. Get me out of here. Get my agent. Yeah. And then, well, actually, I was like, get my agent. Because when you opened your mouth, someone threw a tomato in it. And then this is another thing, getting back to Ethiopia. I yeah. put that picture up. Oh, how many, oh, how many countries God. could these tomorrow? They wouldn't want them in Ethiopia because they're minging. It just that I saw that. It really pisses me off. This thing we you just saw this is the tomato. By the way, we didn't start the tomatina. Okay, <laughs> this is something that happens every year, yeah. right? We didn't ask them to put it on. Yeah. And then you turn up there and they go, There are so many people that would have loved those tomatoes. Would they? No, they would they? wouldn't. They will you, they I would will... argue it's far more insulting yeah. to box up a load of shitty old mouldy tomatoes <laughs> and send them to places. <laughs> Going, you're welcome. Yeah. We got this for you. Congratulations. Yeah. And you know what? I'll pop that ham in <laughs> that I've shimmied up a telegraph. Oh, just pole. those yeah. people shut up. I know. And also, you know, the, the place, what's it called? Bunyol? Bunyol, yeah. Bunyol. That, the, 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 the tourism it brings in, yeah. people pay. I mean, chill I out. Just chill out. I know. Just relax. And these aren't. Juicy, lovely tomatoes. I'm so sorry we didn't export the the <laughs> minging tomato <laughs> mush to whatever communities you want them sent to. Yeah, I'll put some ratatouille basically <laughs> in a jiffy bag and send it. People don't do, they don't think. No, they don't. They don't think. No. They've they got don't. a judgment for everything. Yeah. Your passport, I mean, have you got, because you travel so much, have you got extra pages in there now? I've got two passports. Oh. I've got two passports because I'm sure that's legal. They told me it was legal. Oh. But um, there's, <laughs> there's some place. I think there's some places, like, if you've been to Colombia and then you've got that on your passport when you go to the... Obviously, that it's all electronically stored. So it's yeah. not like they can look and they can see if they want. But I think sometimes... People get funny when they see your passport. If you go to Israel, you can't go to Cuba, isn't it? And stuff I think so. like yeah, there's that. all sorts of little things that mm. make it slightly more difficult for you when you're yeah. going to certain places. But um, so yeah, I've got two passports. I've got and and I've, <laughs> I've separated. I try to avoid any. It's like the fox, the chicken, and the bag of grain. <laughs> trying to figure out which countries you put in which passport. When you do get time yeah. with your, your wife and kids and stuff, where do you go? Does the travelling for business and, like, for TV, does that spoil your trip abroad now? Do you find yourself wanting to go out in England, in the UK, Scotland, yeah, well, or we, Ireland? You know, we, 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 we do a bit. I mean, a lot of the places that I've gone to with Misadventures, I've thought to myself, I'd like to take the kids there when they're a bit older. Because at the moment... Yeah. They don't want to see, you know. They don't really want to see that. They've got this no interest. This is Pablo Escobar. Yeah, exactly. Bunker. Yeah, this is his old. <laughs> this is his old drug den. Um, not that well, the paintball. I can't believe they paint. I know. I know. I know. Just, I did say to, I did say to Hazer, who is my co-host for that, yeah. said to her, I know that Colombia's trying to get past this reputation, right? So why have you got paintball 
Why have you got paintball going on at Pablo Escobar's old holiday home? It doesn't yeah. really make any sense. Especially where he was shot dead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it is a bit... I know, he, listen, it was bad news and like that, but, I mean, my God, yeah, anyway. Um, but we do a lot of... What about Bouncy Castle or something I there? know, exactly, That'd yeah. Less, you know... Yeah, just have, like, you do barbecues there or something. <laughs> um, but um, we do do a lot of uh, of holidaying in the UK, actually. Particularly, obviously, this year, it's, it's, made, it's sort of out of necessity. One of the places we we go to Cornwall a, a bit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the kids like the kids just love that. that. Feels like a pro- it actually feels like a proper holiday. I yeah. know that. I know that you you feel like if you're doing a staycation or whatever, you're sort of making all these compromises, blah blah blah. And I know that British weather's a problem, but in terms of it's just so it's just so lovely. We go out there, we get a little uh, Airbnb, like a little place to stay. And then just do loads of outdoor. Like the kids love doing all the outdoorsy stuff. We go to the adventure parks. Yeah. We go and go to the the, the maze mazes and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, they absolutely love it. And the restaurants and stuff down there are lovely. It's really yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny. I did some um, filming down there recently. Yeah. In Charlestown, where they filmed Pole Dark, and we just need a little skit of me coming out of um, a pasty shop. Yeah. And we went in one, and one woman went. We ate tourists here. I felt like saying, love, well, don't have a pasta shop in the port where they film Poldark. <laughs> <laughs> Little bit of career advice. Here's a tip. <laughs> yeah. And don't have a sign, pasties here. <laughs> that was a one-off, to be honest, because uh, and the woman who was very kindly shown around the port, Charlestown, which is gorgeous, yeah. and they got like a lovely shipwreck museum. It was beautiful. She went, I'm so sorry for that. She said, you know, 95% of us down here love tourism and yeah. she says we need your business in lockdown she says sorry for that but I mean it just tickled me <laughs> back. get a job in a bank <laughs> if you don't like people but yeah but I mean I love Cornwall I think the people are the only the, the thing I found terrifying is driving around there though oh god yeah because you know like the, the, it's so narrow mm. and and the locals are obviously so used to it so they're hammering it around there or whatever yeah. speed and you're going along there, and it's very difficult to tell whether you're next to a hedge yeah. or a wall that's hidden by a hedge. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, so, and, and the number of times we'd be driving along, having a nice little time, <laughs> that a truck would be coming the other way. And I'd turn to my Lisa and go, Looks like we're going to be reversing for about three and a half miles. <laughs> oh, I, I, you know I hate that. I mean? It's, I get so, and you're sort of panicky, you're sweating, you're just, oh. just looking, just, oh God, oh God, oh, no. oh God, am I all right? I'm yeah. all right. <laughs> sort of, the kids are sort of going, We're supposed to be on holiday, Dad, why are you crying? <laughs> And then those turning points. I, I mean, know. what? <laughs> you know, like, the stopping the stopping bays or whatever. Yeah, oh, please. Just utterly terrifying. Yeah. And yeah. then they all laugh as well, because like uh, the couple of times, you sort of, when you slow down, yeah. you sort of see the locals going, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's Tosser, look at him, worried about killing his family in a car crash. This is your captain speaking. And remember here at Allen Air, smoking is not only allowed, it is encouraged. Now, you do travel everywhere. Is there anywhere that you really would like to go? Um, one place I'd really like to go, just in the spirit of misadventures, uh, is Iran. Because yeah. I've... I mean, obviously, there's... there's <laughs> people get nervous when you start talking about Iran. But um, it's actually meant to be beautiful. And, 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 and actually, from doing misadventures... One of the things I've found is, one of the things that's most exciting is when a place surprises you, you know, yeah. and in, in the way that Ethiopia surprised me, I was surprised by Zimbabwe. Um, 
Bosnia I went to I was really so I think Iran is somewhere where actually it's meant to be an incredible place to go I think Iran probably and also I've never been I've heard it's unbelievable is Japan I'd love to go to Japan I've been to Japan yeah, yeah. is that is it, is, it, yeah. is it amazing the thing with Japan because you know it's one big global village now yeah I'd love to have gone to Japan 20 years because apparently it was like the future yeah but now you go, we're all sort of caught up with Japan. Yeah, 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 but right. But isn't it, it's just lovely. And yeah. The, you know, the cherry blossom and everything. But the shops are, it's good to put yourself somewhere. You do not know what the signs say. You yeah. do not know. <laughs> and then there was like, and because it is so odd there. And then we saw a shop, me and Paul were like, had a few drinks. And we're like, oh, let's go clubbing. And there was this shop. <laughs> and a woman dancing in the window. Like, let's go there. It sold towels. <laughs> we were like, two, please. Two. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. I was like, oh. Oh. <laughs> it's like this. <laughs> so it's like kind of weird. Oh, this is good. She's been. Do you have an evening here? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Once you once you paid for your towels, could you leave? Yeah. <laughs> Asking for waitress service in a towel shop. No. But then also, what you should do is because Tokyo is very built up and obviously bombed during the Second World War. You should go to the Shogun's Palace in Kyoto. It is amazing. The old bit, right. the Shogun's Palace. Oh, okay. And um, when you're walking round, there's a creaking on the floor. And you go, that's a bit odd. But yeah. that's what he used to have. And he would sleep in the middle. So if anyone was coming to oh, kill really? him, you would hear the floor squeaking. And then you would know. So he's got loads of history. Oh, and temples that. and stuff yeah, yeah. that have just been there for years. And they're so polite and lovely. Yeah. Okay, now this is just a quick fire round. This is sure. ten inane, pointless questions. Go for it. Chicken or beef? Oh no, you're a vegan. Yeah, oh, I would. Sh- no, but I would go. I would I see go. A floor in these questions. <laughs> I would go fake, fake chicken. Fake chicken. Yeah. Do, do you like tofurkey? Or is that too far? I haven't tried tofurkey. But when, when I was in when I was in LA, right, I went to this, I went to this junk food place, and it's like it's a vegan junk food place. It's yeah. like a proper diner. Mm. And it had all of the stuff you'd find in a proper meat, American meat diner, but but vegan, right? Yeah. So they had like bacon, double cheeseburger and all this stuff. One of the things, so I said to the waitress, I said, what do you recommend? And she said, the hot wings are incredible, right? So I said, all right, I have the hot wings. So it's like fake chicken wings. They, inside, they had a wooden peg, like inside oh. it to simulate the bone. And I just thought, I don't think I need this. Like, that, that to me is like, that is a simulation Taking a bit too far yeah. for me. Because that's people's bugbear with vegans. You're like, yeah, well, why are they trying to make our food look like meat? If they don't like yeah. meat. If you hate meat so much, why is everything you eat a simulation of it? Yeah, I'm a very aggressive friend. I don't think I've had a friend who said that. No. But that's what people say, don't they? they go, yeah. Yeah. You know, there's that... There's that um, there's that Impossible Burger that bleeds, isn't there? Oh, and, and, and there's, there's these bur- vegan burgers that bleed. I did a vegan video once, just sort of saying I think vegans are better than not just to, to, to be deliberately antagonistic. Yeah. And I became the subject of this anti-vegan sort of hate group. Oh, and like, th- I got sent a video of these Americans going, "I'd rather eat real food," and just throwing these ve- vegan burgers oh. into the bin as if like. I was invested in the company or something. I had nothing to do with it. But, um, yeah, people get super militant about it. Yeah, yeah. Street food or a la carte? 
Oh, street food. Yeah. Factor 50 or chip fat? Factor 50. <laughs> Scuba diving or paddle? Oh, paddle. Yeah, that's, yeah. I've seen you cliff diving. <laughs> <laughs> I could have answered that one. Oh, I think I, I want, this is, I'm into nudist or not on your Nelly. Oh, my God. Not on your Nelly. Oh, okay. And my mum took me to a nudist thing. Didn't no. Have I t- oh, have I t- it was, so it's actually not that far from here, but like, my mum one day, she said to me, um, Rom, uh, she said to me, this is when my dad, my, my dad, my dad was alive at the time, but my, she said to me, uh, Rom, Romish, uh, I want, somebody's invited me to this club, um, <laughs> dad doesn't want to come, could you come with me? I said, all right, all right, I said, okay, it was like an open day thing, right? So we, we pull up outside. And she goes, and she goes. Okay, this is a guy from work. had like asked me. So I go, okay. I said, what is it? She goes, it's just like a social club. So we walk up the driveway, and there's a bloke like fixing his car, completely naked, right? And I looked. I was like, holy shit, what's going on? And my mum did not bat an eyelid, right? So I was like, okay, what, what is going on here? She didn't say, oh, I can't on it. Come on, come on. We go in. It's like this naturist club, right? And, and we just sort of walk around, and they just show us around their facilities. There's naked people playing squash, oh. naked people playing basketball, naked people playing tent, naked people swimming, and we're sort of walking around. And I'm there with my mum. It was so <laughs> weird. I was like, "Have you got me into this situation, man?" At the end of it, they sort of said they was they wanted my mum to join, but they said yeah. we don't really have single men. And I said, Let, "I just want to be absolutely crystal clear on this. Yeah. I, I did not." I did not know I was come to check out a naturist place with my mother. But I don't think that's weird. You wandering around with your mum, that, that, like, that's like... Yeah. There's yeah. nothing creepy about it. I think I've seen that play. I think it was on a Channel 5 documentary. Right. Yeah. Okay. Desert or ocean? Oh. I, I actually, I spent a night in the Sahara and it was... Uh, it was really amazing. Cause Is it took, cold at night? Yeah, really cold. We, 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 we tried to set up tents but we couldn't do it because it was so windy. So... Bobo, who was like my co-host, the guide, he, he just said, let's just sleep on the ground. But in the middle of the night, I needed a, a piss. Yeah. And I walked, and it's sort of slightly terrifying because there's like all sorts of spiders and shit like that. So I was just walking off at like two o'clock in the morning, it's yeah. pitch black. And I pissed and the wind changed. <laughs> and I just sprayed, I, I just, <laughs> it's oh, like two no. o'clock, it's so bleak. <laughs> two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I just did, just sprayed myself with my own piss. But apart from that, it was, it was. There's something amazing about being that alone. Do you know what I mean? It was. Yeah. It's, it's an incredible. It's an incredible thing. So yeah. So what, like an energy kind of feel, or just? I just think you like, can't like he, hear anything. He, he went for a walk, right? Yeah. And so the, the crew dropped us off there to spend the night, you know, filmed us. Yeah. And then they went off to like a camp. And so it was just he, he and I. And then he went off for a walk because he loves doing that. And then I was sat on my own. And it just, you just, you're so on your own. You can see this, you know, everything yeah. about it is like actually mentally, it's quite weird. I wasn't anticipating it being that, that, that kind of strange to me. Because you know? I think even when you come out of London and you look up and see the stars, yeah. I feel like, because during lockdown, I got this app. You know, we're all a bit weird during lockdown, didn't we? I started doing jigsaws more, and then I got this app looking at the sky. And then. My next door neighbour's security light. I think it's a bit shit, this app. It thought that was Venus. My next door neighbour's <laughs> security light. And I was like, that's, that's not the plough. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thank you, Rom. Have you enjoyed your flight? Oh, it's been lovely, Alan. Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, I love Romish. He was great. Listen, if you loved the podcast, please subscribe and why not leave a positive message? If you hated the podcast, jog on. No one cares. <laughs> 